Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with you guys flying solo this week, but bringing you all the latest in the rock world, all the latest news, uh, including this week, uh, Friday, May 15th. Black Keys and Slipknot canceled their 2020 tours. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uploads tons of performances from the archives for free. New books coming out from Kiss, as well as Marilyn Manson. A new Muse documentary is in the works, and Matt Bellamy from Muse shares a new song. Tom DeLonge teases playing with Blink-182 again. Ghost threatens legal action against Vodka Company with the same name. Plus, on this day in music history trivia, weekly WTF and more. It's all on the way today, and we got some new releases to talk about coming out today, 15th of May. New CDs out from Asking Alexandria, Bon Jovi, Charlie XCX, uh, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit. Who else? Land of Talk, Magnetic Fields, Moses Sumney, Perfume Genius, Sparks, The Deers, and Willie Nile. All have new albums out today, 15th of March. Check them out. Uh, some tour news, as I mentioned. The Black Keys finally canceled their summer tour. It was their summer North American headlining tour. Uh, it was going to be called the Let's Rock Summer Tour. Is uh, He said in a statement, quote, this is Dan Auerbach, quote, we are very disappointed to let you know that the U.S. Let's Summer Rock Tour is no longer happening. We were looking forward to seeing you all out there, but the health and safety of our fans and crew has to take priority. We hope to see you all soon. Please stay safe, end quote. Ticket holders will be emailed their refund options for the 36-date trek. So if you guys got tickets for that Black Keys one, check your email on that. Slipknot also canceling all of their summer Knotfest plans. They were going to be doing Knotfest UK and Knotfest at Sea, as well as a Knotfest Roadshow this year, man. They had a bunch of plans. Definitely the Knotfest at Sea. Like reading that, I'm like, no one wants to be on a cruise ship right now uh, due to all this coronavirus stuff. Uh, So a statement by Slipknot read, Quote, the band looks forward to performing for its fans again and will do so when everyone's safety can be assured. All ticket holders will be emailed directly with refund options, while NotFest at Sea purchasers will be contacted with postponement information. Ooh, that's a bummer. So the NotFest at Sea looks like you got hit with a postponement. If you got tickets for that, you're not getting a refund. They're going to try and reschedule that one. So check your emails on that if you guys got some Slipknot shows. Let's move on to some more rock news this week, uh, including some stuff here about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uploading hundreds of video clips from past induction ceremonies to YouTube totally for free from Led Zeppelin, Prince, Talking Heads, Neil Young, Eddie Vedder, Lauren Hill. This is a lot of uploads consisting of uh, videos from last year's ceremony, Enshrining Radiohead, The Cure, Stevie Nicks, Roxy Music, and others. There's also performance footage from Stevie Nicks with Harry Styles, as well as uh, respective induction speeches for all of these artists. Uh, So they've posted a bunch, even going back to 1995 and some of the 80s stuff, some early 2000s. So check out the official YouTube page for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and check out some of these videos. 200 videos have been uploaded so far and new clips are being added each week. So check it out on Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's YouTube channel to see the full archive that they've uploaded. 
All right. Uh, Ghost is threatening legal action against a vodka brand with the same name. The makers of a handcrafted ultra-premium British vodka called Ghost claim they have received a letter from Swedish occult rock band Ghost threatening legal action over the use of their name. Ghost the band has also marketing uh, a gin using the group's name, which could conceivably have caused a marketplace confusion. So that's why they're bringing it up in this lawsuit. The vodka company, which was launched in 2015, claims that the band founder Tobias Forge and his reps have known about their product since 2016. After sharing an initial post about the matter last Saturday on Facebook, the vodka makers issued a lengthier statement this week. He says in this statement, quote, the band take umbrage to Ghost Vodka being allowed to title their brand as such, feeling they should have exclusive use of the word ghost across a multitude of different sectors, end quote. So, I mean, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, can you really trademark the word ghost over everything? Um, I don't know. We'll have to see. Neither Forge nor his reps have commented on the matter, and they are working on the fifth Ghost album due out later this year. Tool's Maynard James Keenan uh, and his uh, music collective side group known as Pussifer has released a new single in a video called Apocalyptical, which eerily taps into the current climate of fear, anxiety, and rampant conspiracy theories uh, surrounding this pandemic. And it's a pretty cool video. Um, it, it's a really cool song. So I can't wait to hear more new stuff from Pussifer. Uh, speaking of new tracks, Muse frontman Matt Bellamy has shared his second ever solo song after teasing it this last week. Uh, so check that out. It's on his uh, official YouTube channel as well as his official Facebook and Instagram. He shared that online. And in other Muse news, Matt Bellamy told Apple Music that Muse intends to release a concert film this summer that was filmed at the O2 Arena in London last September. He revealed it's got elements of a live show, but it's also got elements of all the kind of visuals of the last album, the sort of the 80s aesthetic kind of fantasy stuff. So it's kind of like our version of Pink Floyd's The Wall or something, end quote. So it's tentatively slated for a June or July release, mostly likely through digital outlets. So uh, there you go. Check that out if you're a Muse fan. Crow milk, of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crows' eggs, uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The uh, the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm -hmm. none. You know. And it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. And you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that, I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk, so. Thank you, crow milk. Uh, all right, some books in the works. Uh, looks like Kiss is prepping a career-spanning concert poster book. This is kind of cool. Uh, it's going to be featuring all of its posters from 1973 up until 2020. And these are original posters, Kiss posters from the very beginning. Gene Simmons went on to say, quote, It's interesting historically when you go back, some of the bands we took out on their first tours, so you'll ki uh, see Kiss with the Faces, with ACDC and Rush, Bon Jovi, Motley Crue, 
So there you go. I think that is actually a, kind of a cool book. I like posters. I'm a huge poster collector and fan. And just going back and seeing the artwork, not only just like the style of artwork of the time, but just seeing some of those lineups, you're like, wow, what an amazing show that would have been. Uh, so there you go. That looks to be coming out this year from Kiss. And a new book of rare Marilyn Manson photos is coming out in June. It's called 21 Years in Hell, and it features 21 years of classic and previously unpublished pictures of Marilyn Manson by British photographer Perot, who has been the uh, who has become the singer's principal photographer since they met on a shoot in 1998. So there you go. Uh, that's going to be over 350 photographs, and and Manson apparently has also completed work on his 11th studio album. A title and release date for the project have yet to be unveiled. All right, Shinedown singer clarifies some remarks on touring. If you guys remember, I think I mentioned it last week or the week before, uh, Shinedown's no upcoming North American Deep Dive Tour was postponed to the summer, um, you know, this pandemic stuff that's going on, right? And he said during that interview, this was last week or the week before, he said, quote, as of right now, that's all a go. So we're not backing off the rescheduled timeline. We want to do everything safely and want to go by the professionals in the medical community, but you can't stay inside forever. That was his quote, right? So now he's making a new statement because people were like, so does this mean you're actually going to do it even if you can't legally? And he says, quote, I'd like to clear up any misunderstanding about our touring plans that may be out there. Some of my comments were a little misconstrued recently in the midst of trying to stay positive. We'd like you to all know that while we can't play for you and see all of you on the road, again, we will only do so when it's safe. The health and wellness of our fans is what's most important and something we take very seriously. That's from Shinedown. So there you go. They just wanted to clear that up. I'm sure people were kind of like, really, man? All right. Uh, some rock hits for you this week. Pearl Jam has released a teaser for the new official video for Retrograde. The full clip will make its online debut actually last night at midnight. So today, Friday, by the time you hit, it's already out. So check it out. Retrograde is from Pearl Jam's uh, latest album, Gigaton. New York City, 1929. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side... Who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy! Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. 
or as Hamburger Man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchmen. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight greasy. Tedley Sweeney Doo as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberbatch as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face, The Reckoning. Rage Against the Machine frontman Zach De La Rocha and Queens of the Stone Age singer-guitarist Josh Homey both make guest appearances on the upcoming new album from rap supergroup Run the Jewels. The disc is titled Run the Jewels 4, and it's coming out June 5th. De La Rocha has guested on nearly every previous Run the Jewels release, but it's a new one for Josh Homey uh, on there, so that's going to be a cool release. I was checking out the track listing. It sounds like a cool album. Uh, All right, some more rock news. Tom DeLonge says he's going to be playing with Blink-182 again someday. He was asked in a recent interview uh, with Rolling Stone magazine about a message he posted on Instagram about Blink-182. Although he said fans shouldn't read too much into it, he explained to Rolling Stone this week, quote, I talk to Mark and Travis every so often. I just talked to Mark the other day, and I talked to Travis about every other week or two. And, you know, I was feeling a little sentimental, but there's no hidden message in there or anything. Everyone wants to know, are you guys going to play again? Yeah, of course we are. We just got to figure out the timing and how it works for everybody, end quote. So there you go. Looks to be, uh, you know, looking forward to getting back with the Blink guys, I'm sure. Uh, All right, in memoriam this week, it was uh, a rough week for losing a couple icons in our world, including rock and roll pioneer Little Richard passing away at the age of 87 of bone cancer. Uh, man, that was crazy back in the mid-50s, though, when he had, you know, black eyeliner, that bouffant hairdo, the flamboyant performances, impossible to ignore, genre-defining songs, you know, Lucille, Good Golly, Miss Molly, Tutti Frutti, R- Little Richard, whose real name was Richard Penniman, earned his place in music history, and by 1968, he had sold an astonishing 32 million records worldwide. He is survived by one son, Danny Jones, whom Richard and his only wife, Ernestine Harvin adopted in the early 60s. The couple was divorced in 1964. And of course, the rock community just had a bunch of statements. Bob Dylan said in this statement, I thought this was a cool one. Here's from Bob Dylan this week. He said, quote, I just heard the news about Little Richard and I'm so grieved. He was my shining star and guiding light back when I was only a little boy. He was the original spirit that moved me to do everything I would do. I played some shows with him in Europe in the in the early 90s. I got to hang out in his dressing room a lot. He was always generous, kind, and humble, and still dynamite as a performer and as a musician. You could still learn plenty from him in his presence. He was always the same little Richard that I first heard and was awed by growing up, and I was always the same little boy. Of course, he'll live forever, but it's like a part of your life is gone. So a lot of those guys from that era, all the rock and, original rock and rollers, man, you know, Mick Jagger, Bob Dylan, Ringo Starr, all those guys, Little Richard was like their rock and roll superstar at that time in the 50s, man. He was different, doing some rock and roll. So RIP Little Richard at the age of 87. And also Jerry Stiller, comedian with enduring appeal, man, one of my favorite guys, is passed away at the age of 92 over the weekend. Of course, you know, he was on Seinfeld. One of my favorite films, though, that he was in with Ben Stiller. He wasn't in too many films with his son, Ben Stiller, 
Uh, but one of them is Heavyweights, where they played the original camp counselor owners of that um, camp, whatever it was. And Ben Stiller comes in there as the new owner. And they that was such a cool movie and one of the only times they uh, shared some time on the screen together. Uh, Heavyweights, if you guys uh, you know haven't seen that one, check it out. Great film with Ben Stiller and Jerry Stiller. R.I.P. Jerry Stiller, uh, passing away at the age of 92. When you're about to saddle up and tread that rusty terrain, you need a brand of drink you can rely on. And when you reach across to grab that drink from your compadre on that dusty trail, it's better be something that's made from the heart. And when you open up that mix of taurine and tiger's tears, know that Ball Jack is there with you. Hell yeah! America. Ball Jack has been disputedly bringing its tasty, energizing mix to the mouths of dusty trailblazers like you since 1863. You're goddamn right! Don't leave your dusty trailmate hanging. Reach over and grab his ball jack. He's waiting for you to quench that dusty trailblazing thirst with his ball jack. Woo! Ball jack, the drink of dusty trailblazers. Reach for it today. All right, let's move on to some more positive stuff here, some more fun stuff. This week in music history trivia, guys, on this week in 1999, the frontman of this band is named Artist of the Decade by Rolling Stone magazine in an issue dedicated to the 90s. What frontman from what band was it? Was it A, Pearl Jam, B, Radiohead, or C, Nirvana? So was that Eddie Vedder, Tom York, or Kurt Cobain? And it was, drumroll, Kurt Cobain uh, was named Artist of the Decade by Rolling Stone magazine in an issue dedicated to the 90s on this day in 1999. So there you go. Uh, on this week in 2005, this band appears on the Fox News Network's America's Most Wanted to help with the search for a missing fan, Tracy Gardner Tetso, who was reported missing the previous March when she failed to meet up with friends at a concert in the Baltimore area. Going to see this band, was it A, Audio Slave, B, Motley Crue, or C, Metallica? What do you think? It was... Motley Crue, that's right, Motley Crue appeared on America's Most Wanted on this week in 2005 uh, as a special, you know, kind of shout out to fans to let them know to uh, get out the information about her. And I, you know, I should have followed up on the story. I don't know if they ever found her. I hope they did. Um, But good for Motley Crue, like trying to bring media attention to it and get the word out. Birthdays this week. We had some birthdays. Mike Inez, the bassist from Alice in Chains, turned 54. Hunter Burgeon, the bassist from AFI, turned 44. George Lucas, of course, director, producer, screenwriter, turned 76. Ian Asbury from The Cult, that's the lead singer, he turned 58. And C.C. DeVille, the guitarist from Poison, still kicking at 58 years old. Movie TV entertainment news this week. Warner Brothers is uh, making a statement on theatrical releases. Their CFO, John Stevens, says the company continues to work with theater owners despite taking animated film scoops straight to premium on demand instead of waiting for cinemas to reopen after the novel coronavirus pandemic. He says, quote, Our launch of Scoob took a different path than normal because of the virus, and we'll learn from that, he said about the Friday release, but highlighted that we understand the importance of big theatrical releases for the exhibition sector. Stevens concluded we are interested in new ideas, whatever is best for the consumer, but we will continue to work with our partners. I guess some people were upset that it went straight to video, but I'm thinking at the same time, like, what's the problem with that? You know, especially it's a kid's movie. You know, like everybody's at home. The kids want to watch it. 
I think that's a good move on their part. Good for them, you know? Yar, you hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process. Filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake. Yar, you need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar. HBO Max is announcing some new programming. They are two weeks away from its debut. Uh, the May 27th debut will include a new comedy from Anna Kendrick called Love Life, Amy Schumer docuseries Expecting Amy, and DC Universe's Doom Patrol. The second wave of new shows will land on June 18th, and that will have a bunch more different uh, shows as well. So HBO Max dropping May 27th, so keep an eye out for that. Uh, some good news. Well, I guess some free food. Nothing wrong with that these days, right? McDonald's has a free medium fry deal going on through June 28th. All you got to do is place an order through their app with a minimum order of $1. So if you just get a dollar burger, you can get a free medium fry once a day per person. So that's kind of cool. There you go. Check that out. News from around the world. Uber is consider considering buying Grubhub. This is a big deal. Uber is considering buying food delivery company Grubhub. The Wall Street Journal reported this week that Uber approached Grubhub earlier this year with an all-stock takeover offer, and the two companies are continuing to discuss it. If it were to happen, a combined Uber Eats and Grubhub would control 55% of the U.S. food delivery market. Because of that, AP cited analyst Tom Fort as saying a merger of Uber Eats and Grubhub would likely get close scrutiny from regulators. Their rival DoorDash controls about 35% of the market. That's a big deal, man. That would be almost like a monopoly, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, news from around the world. MGM Resorts un unveils their plan for reopening Las Vegas casinos and hotels. They debuted this this week, and I thought it was worth talking about briefly. So here's the deal. They're saying this is what their, their plan is. Some of the bullet points. Physical distancing at slot machines. Fewer players at card tables. And players discouraged from standing except for craps which with people asked not stand beside or behind players. They're also going to have plexiglass barriers and hand-washing stations on the casino floors. Employees will be required to wear masks and guests encouraged to do so. Temperature checks and screening questions for employees and guests when they enter. So they'll be taking your temperature and asking questions when you're entering the casino. Digital room keys in hotels, no more keys. That should be something that, like, why don't we just do that anyway, man? I'm so sick of those fucking hotel keys. You're always losing them. That's a good idea. Food ordering and pickup using smartphone apps. No more buffets. 
They're going to get rid of the buffets in Vegas and a lot of casinos, man. And that's going to be a big deal. A lot of the old people love that shit. They love buffets. And now, you know, they're not going to have that. Touchless ticketing for entertainment shows. That's a new one. Look at that. Touchless ticketing for entertainment shows. So it's all going to be on your phone probably, I imagine. Uh, MGM will reopen two of its casino hotels first, New York, New York, and Bellagio, with acting CEO and President Bill Hornbuckle saying it will happen by early June. So there you go, guys. Weekly WTF this week. Uh, I thought this was like, what the fuck, man? Paul Manafort was released from federal prison to serve the rest of his more than seven-year sentence in home confinement because of the concerns about the coronavirus. That kind of shit just makes me so mad. You know, I don't bring politics into this podcast a lot, but that kind of stuff where just the rich and the powerful get out of serving a seven-year sentence and get to go home because of this coronavirus, give me a fucking break. That is bullshit. Um, and, and that's my last story. So on that note, we'll see you guys next week. Follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast, Facebook.com slash Garage Rock Show Podcast, Twitter.com slash Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up, nine different platforms every week at thegaragerockshow.com. If you enjoyed our episode, please rate it in the Apple and Google stores. We do appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a good one, guys. Peace. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at thegaragerockshow.com